I begin today with another expression of gratitude. As I described in a previous podcast, I had the unfortunate accident of injuring my hand. It was a home accident, but it's keeping me off the bike for now. And of course, it's a beautiful day outside right now while I'm inside. I've done an excellent job of feeling sorry for myself. But the thing is, so many people have reached out to me with words of encouragement and words of advice. So to my buddy, David, I thank you very much for the advice that you've given me just recently. It has made all the difference. For the incredibly stupid jokes that you have texted me for many years now, and the love and kindness that you show so many people. Thank you, buddy. As I get older, I think I'm paying more attention to the lyrics of songs that I've heard most of my life. I always seem to focus on the music before, but now I'm paying more attention to the words. And wow, there's some depth there. A lot of deep, deep meaning. In George Harrison's song, Give Me Love, he says, Give me love, give me love, give me peace on earth, give me light. Give me life, keep me free from birth, give me hope, help me cope with this heavy load, trying to touch and reach you with heart and soul. George Harrison passed away a number of years ago, but in an interview, he described this song as, quote, a prayer and a personal statement between me, the Lord, and whoever likes it. Well, George, at least in my opinion, I liked it very much. And looking up toward the stars, I think the Lord did too. So as we come together for our visit this week, we're going to talk once again about hope and avenues for finding hope and solutions, for overcoming physical and emotional challenges, and where perhaps the joys of motorcycling can certainly help with both of those efforts. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado. Welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? Let's go. As I mentioned in a previous episode, in my day job, I work at a computer. I'm either typing or on a video conference most all day long. And please don't get me wrong, I love my job. I I really do. I get to work with international people, people all around the world. We get to, to talk and do business together and just have a great relationship. I love that. But do you know what happens when you can't use your dominant hand to type or to use a mouse? Well, what happens is you go crazy. All our lives, most of us become accustomed to using our dominant hand for the serious tasks and our non-dominant hand for just a supporting role. Then what happens when you can't use your dominant hand and you can't really get mad or frustrated about it because that won't do any good, so you've got to figure out a way to overcome this challenge. 
Now note, I didn't use the word problem here. The reason I don't use the word problem is my buddy Joe said, Ron, stop using the word problem and use challenge because you can overcome a challenge. I know you can. So Joe, I no longer say problems, I say challenges. Thanks for that advice, buddy. Another good bit of advice from a good friend. Have you ever heard the term ambidexterity? That's hard to say, but it's essentially the ability to use both your right and your left hands equally. So there is a very famous motorcycle racer. His name is Valentino Rossi. He's known as the doctor because he's, uh, he's so good at being very precise at motorcycle racing. Well, anyway, he was a professional motorcycle racer from Italy. He was widely regarded as the greatest motorcycle racer of all time, having won nine Grand Prix World Championships throughout his career. Rossi officially retired from motorcycle racing in 2021, but from the reports I'm seeing, now he's getting into car racing. So, so much for retirement, right? Anyway, over the course of his career, he won 115 races in various classes, including 89 wins in the MotoGP classes. In an interview with Moto Sprint magazine, Rossi takes the opportunity to reveal one of his best-kept secrets, something that he attributes to helping him make history. He said, I'm left-handed, but that's not all. I could do the same things with my right hand. In other words, he said he could throw a ball or right with either hand equally well. So where's the advantage in motorcycle racing? Through the turns, he said, not all riders can be just as quick from the left and the right hand turns. And for this reason, in managing the accelerator, which is cornering through with a great deal of speed, he said, I felt I could ride with a little bit more speed on both sides. And perhaps that's the reason I'm a champion. So we'll see how it goes for me as I recover. And maybe I too can become a better motorcycle rider because of the skills gained with my left hand. That's my hope and it's my goal right now. So I'm staying encouraged. So we've been talking about the physical. So let's change gears a little bit to the emotional. Maybe there's a correlation between what happens physically and how we recover from issues there and maybe what has happened to us emotionally and how we can recover from that as well, at least to some degree. I'm certainly no expert on this topic, but I just know about myself and this experience that I was quite discouraged for a while. And you know, emotions kind of ran high for a bit due to the injury. And I'll spare you the details, but the fact is, it's my wife and, and good friends just really came forward with great advice and it worked. It's been fantastic. So what I'd like to describe to you though here is an experience that I had with someone else who had quite an emotional issue going on and how just the mere act of connecting that with motorcycling really, really seemed to help. I'd stopped at a gas station and I noticed him sitting on a park bench right outside the gas station, right next to his beautiful bike. So he was just sitting there alone. After I filled up with gas, I, I walked over to him told him how much I admired his look to be a brand new Ducati motorcycle. Certainly looked brand new. He just kind of said that he had planned to go for a ride somewhere for coffee, maybe. 
Well, if you visited my website called motocoffeestops.com, you'll know that I know where the great coffee shops are and a cool way to get to them. So I asked them, hey, just join me. Come come with me. Just follow along. We'll take some back roads and we'll go out to Howling Cow Coffee some 20 miles away. Now, I had just met this guy. I didn't know anything about him. And honestly, I thought it was pretty odd that this guy's sitting on a picnic table by himself outside of a gas station, not doing anything. It seemed like he was just kind of staring out into space. Now, if you're a pretty experienced motorcycle rider like, like I am, it's pretty easy to spot other good riders, people who know what they're doing. So he had a really, really nice helmet. Notice that, that was sitting on the table. He's wearing a really nice jacket, really good gear, nice pants, just built for the built for the job, heavy boots, good gloves. Yeah, this guy knew what he was doing. So when I asked him to follow me through the mountains, through some really twisty and challenging roads, he followed right along. I watched him in my mirrors. I wanted to make sure everything was okay, that the pace was all fine for him. He was staying right up there with me. The last thing I wanted to do is to hurt somebody. And, uh, well, we cruised up north on our way to a place called the Stove Prairie School, or the community of Stove Prairie. It's in this tiny little community called Bellevue. If you want to look that up on, on Google, uh, look up the Stove Prairie School in Colorado, and you'll find it. It's a very unique spot. At the Stove Prairie School, we stopped just for a few minutes to kind of check in with each other, see if everything was going well. He said he was loving it so far, just loved the road. I said, fantastic. So we continued uh, on east from there. From the Stove Prairie School, we went over a, over a mountain and then descended toward the Howling Cow Cafe. And it was at that cafe, over a cup of coffee, that he let me know what was really going on. I had no idea. He shared with me at that coffee shop what had happened just three weeks before. His wife passed away. He lost his wife three weeks ago. He said that it was her wish for him that he would go out and buy a new motorcycle as soon as he could because she knew he loved to ride. So as it turns out, he told me he had come directly from the dealership he had just ridden that motorcycle off the showroom floor. But after topping off for gas, he said, I just needed to stop and sit for a while. He said he had a lot to cope with. He said, until you came by and said hello, I was completely lost. Certainly nothing I could say would help to heal that pain. I guess in certain situations like this, our only job is just to sit there, sit there and listen and care. It seemed that riding his new motorcycle to that coffee shop with a brand new friend did indeed help. He expressed that. He was so proud of the engineering behind that new red Italian masterpiece that he was riding. Just a huge smile on his face, I remember when he was talking about that bike and as we walked outside and stood next to, next to both of our bikes. We're just really proud of those things, right? They are masterpieces, I guess. 
vehicles that make us really, really happy. He talked about how much he loved the sound of the motor of of his bike, and he described how its handling on the road that we had just ridden on was just great. He just so loved it. How I regret losing his contact information. (laughs) But my hope is that he has found some degree of healing by riding his motorcycle, the beautiful motorcycle in the beautiful mountains that we all love to ride. It seems to me that it's those folks who go through trials in life who maybe give us the best advice. They've lived it. They have felt what it's like for themselves to be at the bottom of the well, you might say. But so oftentimes they'll describe describe how at the bottom of the well, when you look up, that's when you can really see the stars. And you're just reminded that there are heavens above, and there is indeed hope. It wasn't my intent to match the words of George Harrison by the name of this podcast, but I'm glad it did. I wish you peace. I wish you love.